Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 290 of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And a good biblical principle is when we open the Bible and expose ourselves to it, the end point is supposed to be our awe, A-W-E, awe. And if we don't get to awe today, then I will have done a poor job as a biblical podcaster. We've been in the story of the prodigal son, and we're, we've been highlighting the lost son who goes and devours his inheritance with prostitutes, and we called him a sexually stupid guy. And uh, then he becomes the brave guy, and he, and he repents, and he repents with his head and his hands and his heart. He starts from bad thinking and bad doing and bad feeling, and he goes to good thinking and doing and feeling, and he gets, rises, and he decides. He comes to himself. He decides, I will arise. And then he plans a speech, and he plans footsteps and gets back to the Father. And then we're going to, today, we're going to watch the moment of interaction of when his plan becomes a reality. And we're going to ask the question today, is it fair to ask of a parable, what kind of a God that we have? And I'm going to say yes. Uh, I've been reading a book that I actually recommend. Uh, It's by Dane Ortland, O-R-T-L-A-N-D. It's called Gentle and Lowly, and uh, it won uh, the book of the year in some Christian world. And uh, the concept in the book that I wanted to emphasize today is that we need the Bible because that we are apt to make a God of our own making and project Jesus in our own skewed instincts. And so we, we end up, because we're sinful, we end up with the severe and sour God. In other words, a God kind of like us. And that's why we need the Bible, because the Bible tells us what's the heart of God? What is he like at the center? What gets him out of bed in the morning? And for that, let's turn to the Bible. So this is from Luke chapter 15, verse 20. And we're going to read one verse today. And uh, the less I read usually in the Bible, the better the thoughts, the better the meditation. In fact, I'm going to reduce this down to two words uh, so let's get ready for that. So this is the the lost son. He, he says he's going to rise and go to his father. He's going to say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven uh, and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. Okay, we've read that before. So this is Luke 15, 20, the one verse for today. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. That's it. That's it for today. We have a God who runs. That's the kind of the title of today. So I, we have to talk about compassion for a second. That's a great Greek word. I will mispronounce it here for you. Splanknizomai. And it has to do with entrails, uh, viscera, guts, intestines. And uh, it's the area, the location. Like we would say, oh, my heart is sad today. So it's a interior body, body location that generates this uh, feeling and 
commitment. So when when we say that the Lord feels compassion, we 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 associate it with his guts. It's his guts, and that it's all the way through the Bible when Jesus finds this widow who's lost her son, he feels compassion. It's the same word that the Samaritan feels for the guy that gets beat up. So it's a it's all throughout uh, the Bible. But here it is in our one verse today that the father feels compassion for this son. It's the guts of compassion. If we cut gut Jesus in half, half, what would we find? Compassion would spill out. Uh, one image that I want to remember is the Marines. The, one of the advertisements they used to have was that the Marines run to the battle. And we have to understand that culturally, when an elderly man, a father like this, would gird his loins and show his legs in this shame-honor uh, culture, that this was a scandalous activity, shameful even, over-the-top, shocking, that a father would be girding his loins and running to his son. And in, and the father, in, in doing this, I'm going to read between the lines a little bit. He's saying, I've been waiting for this. You've been my child that's the furthest away. This is exactly what I've been waiting for. So what does the son bring to this? He brings dirt. He brings physical dirt. He's been in and literally been in a pigsty. He brings spiritual dirt. Uh, he's been uh, with the unclean uh, pigs. And I think the father says, hey, this is my specialty. Morally, he's dirty. He's, he's squandered his inheritance, all of it, every penny of it, on prostitutes. The Lord says, yep, this is where I do my best work. Socially, he separated himself from his family, his friends. And the Lord says, yeah, I can help here. Uh, mentally, he's done. He's a, been oppressed or possessed or knuckleheaded or dunderpated, squish-headed, uh, making, making bad mental decisions. And the Lord says, yeah, I'm closed in, with compassion. This is what I do. I run to this. Uh, the dirtier, the better. The more desperate, the better. Uh, I can, I can do something for you. So let's get our head around this today. That we have a God who feels compassion, and fortunately, it's for us. And that His very core is is at His anatomical seat. There's this compassion inside Him. So when we need a God a God to turn to. Don't turn to a God of our own making. Let's use the Bible. We have this great God that's exposed in the Bible. Uh, so perhaps this morning you, you're thinking, well, maybe there's things I shouldn't have said or shouldn't have thought or shouldn't have pursued or shouldn't have seen. I'm feeling dirty like the, the prodigal son guy or something came out of my mouth that was angry and ugly and and the Lord says, yeah, exactly. This is where I can help. We have a God who runs to this. We have a God who runs to the battle. So where is your battle? Um, where is your uncleanness, so to speak? We have a God who runs to this. He's scandalous, almost shameful or without shame, shocking. It's that the think that the Lord does his best work in our dirt. We bring dirt he brings compassion, and he runs. He runs to the battle. I'm in awe this morning. I hope you are.